Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, uh, since you're going back to Disney a whole bunch of times and uh, not taking me with you, we were talking earlier about um, booking hotel rooms and, and park tickets and stuff, and you used Orbitz this time, um, which is a website that I have never uh, used. I've used Kayak a couple times, but I've never used Orbitz before. Um, yeah. I, and especially for Disney, because I don't feel like Disney really plays ball with with these people too much. Well, and that's always been my my thought process. It's like it's Disney, so you have to buy through Disney. And Orbitz is one of those things where I've you know I remember Orbitz from I don't know probably sometime back in the maybe early two thousands, late nineties or something like that. I you know it's been forever since I visited Orbitz basically. But uh, what it comes down to is we're actually going to be driving to Disney this time and. That my is wife, so crazy. Yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't enjoy making, uh, you know, 14 to 16 hour drives in one day. I don't know. She's just weird like that. <laughs> so she she wanted us to stay somewhere. And also the night of the first Disney is charging just like crazy amounts of money for the hotel rooms compared to like the rest of our stay because we're going to be there the second through the night. So I was I was like, OK, I've got to find a hotel room for the midway point as we travel down there and then that first night in orlando off off property i need to find a hotel and so you know i'm like looking at kayak i'm looking at priceline and i was like well i'm gonna check you know orbits because i know my sister has used it uh in the past not for disney stuff but she's you know she talks about orbit so i'll give it a shot so i went to orbits you know put in my dates and i i noticed that some of the little like pins were on property and I'm like, so what's up with this? And I went and looked, and they're actually offering like uh, All Star Music, uh, Pop Century, and I, I think at the time there were even a couple of you know like moderates and maybe even a deluxe or two that were all being sold through Orbits. And the crazy thing is that um, we were actually not even going to stay till the ninth on property because uh, again the pricing got kind of crazy, and so we actually looked. And compared pricing and found that we were going to be able to get on property for like 60 bucks cheaper than anything Disney was offering us. That's so crazy. $60 a night cheaper? No, no, no. $60 all. So over a seven night stay. So a little bit less than $10 a night, but still. Still. That adds up. 60 bucks is 60 60 bucks. bucks. That's a meal. Yeah. And and we could have saved even more uh, because this was actually, I, I actually, well, and let me let me put it to you like this: we we save sixty dollars over staying at All Stars, and instead staying at Pop. Which okay. Pop, if we'd have stayed at Pop at Disney, it would have cost us even more, you know. And and so the re- and for anybody who's wondering, the reason that we do that is because we don't like the bus system at All Stars. Mm. Because the bus system at All Stars, except for like the surge periods, and even sometimes during the surge periods, I feel like. Uh, All-Stars is a, like, multi-stop thing, so one bus will serve all the All-Stars resorts, music, movies, and sports. So you may jump on a bus that already has people on it, or you may be getting off a bus before everybody else, or you've got to wait for two other stops before you actually get to get off the bus. Pop Century is, like, one stop. That's it. Now, I don't know if you've listened to the um, latest episode of 
of Golden Horseshoe Review, but they were talking about how the bus system at Walt Disney World is usually a lot worse than if you just drove because if you're staying on property parking is free so have you have you uh considered just driving to all the parks instead of taking a bus so so i have experience with both and um there are advantages to using your car the main advantage the, the the main advantage to using your car is that you can come and go as you please and you aren't stuck waiting on a bus Right. Other than that, though, I would argue that there really is, and I and I haven't listened to them, and they may have some some great points, but to me, there's not really an advantage to that, just because you have to go f- find your parking spot, you have to get on the tram, get all the way up to the front, uh, you know, then you go in the parks, and then when you get ready to leave, you got to get on the tram, go all the way back to your car, you know, it, it just mm. kind of breaks even to me. Now, I will give I will give you that if you come or go in the middle of the day. Sometimes that can be helpful because, you know, a bus, it will, I think it's every 20 minutes or something like that, a bus is coming through. Right. Um, supposed to be. Yeah, supposed to be. And sometimes that can be 30 or 40 minutes. And, and so I guess I could see an advantage there. But also, you know, you run into issues where if it's a really busy day, who knows where you're going to have to park. And if you're, and if you're going to, like, uh, say, Magic Kingdom, you've got to park at the TTC. So then you've got to park at the TTC. Uh-oh. You've got to ride the tram up to the front. Then you've got to ride the monorail over to the park. And so I just, or I can go to the bus still and the bus thing takes me straight to the park, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of was my thought. Um, I've never, I don't have any experience with driving every time I've ever been to Walt Disney World. I've stayed on property and I've, I've exclusively used a bus and I've never really had a problem with it. Um, I've also never stayed at a value resort and I assume that staying at a value resort would be a little bit, I guess, more crowded because I know that the bus system, is it that all the all-star resorts all get served by the same bus route and then Pop has its own? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, so if you stay in an all-star, you're getting on a bus with all the music movies and sports people. Right. And again, you know, like during park openings and park closings, a lot of time they will devote specific buses to you know just movies just music just sports but during the rest of the day and again i've even had you know like park closing i remember jumping on a bus and i'm you know like you're standing in the aisle and they're like and our first stop is gonna be all-star sport or whatever it is and if that's not your stop you're like oh great so now i get to walk off the bus let people off then walk back on the bus yeah you see how that can be so like i said to me pop is worth that and 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 we looked at it and it was like $15 more a night uh you know which well no cuz i think it was like $60 more than than what all stars would have cost so you know essentially we could have saved more like over $100 on this trip uh through orbits compared to through disney but we chose to sp- to spend a little bit more of that difference to stay at pop century again just so that we could for the bus system really is that the is that the only reason that Pop is more expensive than the All Star Resorts, or is it also a a bit of a nicer uh, I, resort? Uh, you know, it's 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 a newer resort. I feel like, and, and again, this is personal experience. Uh, feel free to uh, you know Twitter or Facebook or whatever us and tell me that I'm totally wrong. But personally, I feel like it's a it's a newer resort, and so to me, it does feel a little bit nicer. Um, I'm not sure if that's really, you know, I'm not sure how much that plays into Disney's pricing scheme. Uh, and, and it's also, you know, in a different location. So maybe that plays into it, too. I, I don't know. 
But yeah, for me, the reason that I'm willing to spend more money is mostly related to the uh, the bus system. So, which which is a totally valid thing, and I, I think that's something that people who are planning uh, trips may not think about is your bus scenario, like your your bus situation, is really important to how like how smoothly your trip will go because like at coronado springs there are four bus stops and that's a moderate resort so there's four bus stops if you are at stop number four you're gonna spend an extra about 20 minutes every time you come back to your resort on the bus yeah just waiting just waiting for it to well but the advantage is when you get on the bus uh you don't have to wait as long for the bus to stop at all the other stops all the time right but and then it's just completely the opposite if you're at stop number one, where right. you're the first to get off, but then you you make the whole round every single time you're leaving. So really, I guess you know we just discovered that it really doesn't make a difference what stop you're at. But thinking you know, planning your resort stay, like if you stay at an all star resort, let's say you're going to the Magic Kingdom. If you stay at an all star resort, it's probably going to take you longer to get to the Magic Kingdom than it would be if you stayed at a moderate. And then if you stay at the, uh, like, Polly or the Contemporary Resort, like, you're just a monorail ride away from the Magic Kingdom. Or if you're at the Contemporary, a very short walk away. And you can completely uh, just avoid all of the public transportation woes you might have. But I think that your bus situation, for someone who's, like, planning a trip, it's really worth it to maybe try to talk to somebody who knows a little bit about the buses and a little bit about the Walt Disney transportation system, because with a little bit of planning, I think you can really like make your trip even just a little bit more enjoyable by understanding how the buses work and how the monorails work. And knowing that at any point, if you're going to the TTC, like if your monorail goes through the transportation ticket center, you're going to be there for a while because a lot of people are going to get on and off of that monorail, you know, and just, just having that knowledge about the Walt Disney world transportation system just will help temper expectations because a lot of people I think go, Oh my gosh, there's buses that take you everywhere. That's great. And then they get there and they're like, but sometimes I have to wait 30 minutes. And like, if I want to be at the park at eight, I'm probably going to have to be ready to get on a bus at seven, you know, and, and I, I, I just don't feel like a lot of people think about that. Cause I didn't even start thinking about it until we went last year. And I was really thinking about just how much lead time you have to give yourself, uh, using their, their bus system, because you're kind of at the mercy of the bus system. And I've had situations where like the bus is just full. Yes. And the, the guy like pulls up and he's like, I can't take any more people. There'll be another bus in a half hour or 20 minutes or whatever, you know, and that's really disappointing, especially if you're unfamiliar with that phenomenon and it's, or it's like your first trip. And I, I don't know. I just like with my experience with, uh, uh, Walt Disney world travel agents, I really think that's something that they should brief all of their clientele on like, Hey, have you been here before? Have you stayed on property? Have you ever ridden the bus before? You haven't. Okay, let me tell you, because there may be a point, if you're trying to get to extra magic hours, or you're trying to get to, you know, the Magic Kingdom to watch the opening ceremony or whatever, it's pretty likely that you're not going to, you know, or that you're going to have to wait, you know? 
Right, and you're going to have to leave uh, early because you have to be prepared for, again, as you said, buses being full. Now, one thing that I'll say, in my experience, even even when I stayed at the All-Stars, if it was, again, you know, a lot of times they would devote individual buses when, when the wait times would get heavy, so like park opening, park closing. And that's really um, good. That's really smart of them. Yeah, and also, you know, if a bus was full and a bus driver saw that, you know, okay, my bus is full, so I'm going to have to bypass music, and there are people waiting at music, you know, typically that was radioed in, and shortly thereafter, another bus would appear to pick up those additional people. So um, they're, they're, they're dynamically changing the routes depending on... Oh, on abso- the, absolutely. Okay. Disney is always doing that. And, and so I, you know, I, honestly, I would be pretty upset if I got told the bus is full and it's going to be 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, that because would be I've, terrible. Because I've never experienced that. But... You know, honestly, like even staying at, you know, so this most recent trip, we stayed at uh, Riverside, uh, Port Orleans Riverside, and, and we had the same issue where, or issue, we had the same thing where there were four stops for the bus. The advantage there is, you know, even if your room is off in like no man's land, which ours was in the back 40, uh, you know, we were still close to a bus stop, uh, which is nice. But then again, the downside is you're having, you're, you're adding additional time on the buses that you just don't have it pop. Cause you have one stop the bus stops here. You get on the bus. The next place you're going to stop is going to be wherever your destination might be. Right. Um, so like I said, huge advantage to pop. And I agree something though, that the people are going to need to take into, uh, into mind. And, and again, that is, I guess that is an advantage to driving, but I don't know. I'm, I'm lazy, I guess, and I just don't want to drive when I get to the when I get to the resorts, and I don't want to have to deal with going through the the parking deal, even though they're just going to wave you through when they see your little tag. Um, and especially on this trip, I don't want to have to drive because, from what I've been hearing, there have been a couple of times already that uh, Hollywood Studios has had their uh, parking lot reach capacity and has been shutting down their parking lot. And that then is they crazy. To, so then they have to send everybody to Epcot to park and then you you know jump on the tram ride the tram to the front of the park and immediately head over to the buses where you then get bussed over to hollywood <laughs> studios dude that is so not an acceptable solution I, but but what else are they going to do they can't suddenly make more parking spots up here oh i know it's just like that is oh man that i guess it's just not good it's just not good that that's happening you know but i mean i guess you could take the boat over as well but man those boats sure don't hold very many people yeah the, and those and those feel pretty you know slow too so yeah that's just that's just crazy to say okay go park at epcot and then take a bus over here well but uh, but again you know the those the 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 lights that apparently disney has decided they're not going to do anymore yeah because i guess they aren't popular enough seem to be kind of but you know i i don't know i could also make the argument that everything seems popular when it's going away um, but I have, I don't want the Osborne lights to go away, so I want Disney to go, Oh, we have a lot of people and put them somewhere else, but that's well, all. And I, I remember seeing a picture a couple of, uh, a couple of weeks ago, somebody took and the line for the bus to Hollywood studios from Epcot was literally a half a mile long. Yes. Yes. I saw, I, cause that photo was on Twitter and I saw the same photo and that was from that time when the, yeah. uh, when the parking lot had been closed and everything was being diverted to Epcot. So, and, and we should say that the lights are being taken away from Hollywood studios because of all of the uh, construction and stuff that's going on there. Yes. We know that it's not because they're unpopular. We know that no. everyone loves the Osborne family lights. 
Um, I just hope that this amount of like horribleness will kind of make them rethink not ever bringing them back. Yeah, that's and that's my thing is I don't think, you know, I, I have no reason to think that Disney just took these away because they went, eh, we don't like doing those light things anymore. They took it away because there's there's going to be construction and then there's going to be Star Wars land. And that's not going to work well with Christmas lights. Um, so <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, Disney. I get that. But again, as we've discussed multiple times, there are plenty of other places to put those. Yep. If Disney wants it bad enough, they can. the, the Osborne lights can come back in some way, shape, or form. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, buses, good. Pop Century, great place for buses, especially compared to the All-Stars. And go to Orbitz because not only will you save money, but... So I so I saved about fifty sixty dollars off of and, and by the way just so everybody knows we get apps we're we're not getting anything from Orbits in fact they might call us and have us like bleep their name I don't know uh, but yeah this is this is not uh, this is not paid advertisement we wish it was uh, Orbits if you'd like to pay us for this feel free to call us but uh, you know so say fifty sixty dollars plus I got like thirty two dollars in like Orbucks which is essentially a terrible name for it, their it, little it, currency it is it is but it's it's loyalty currency and the nice thing about that is i was able to immediately spin that to get 32 dollars off the hotel stay for the first so essentially i saved about 80 90 dollars off of what disney was going to charge me and that's, that's a lot good. of money that's a that's a nice chunk of change that i that'll then turn into you know souvenirs or food or and can you like so you're going back after for the college program thing yes are you going to book your college program trip hotel through orbits and use that 32 bucks i i would but you know like i said i've, I've used that 32 dollars to purchase another hotel and you know got ah. like two bucks off of that and uh <laughs> um but but the college thing the college program thing they're actually that's a disney convention thing so they're actually giving us convention pricing for uh for a contemporary so i'm gonna be staying at the contemporary for that one. i oh i hate you so much brad you're staying at the contemporary i am staying at the contemporary oh dude yes which will be the only time i'll ever get to stay at the contemporary oh my gosh that's so awesome yeah so so that'll be that'll be at the contemporary but it but yeah like i said the orbits thing is just i it blows my mind that that somewhere that's not disney is giving me a better deal on something disney and, and honestly, that that shouldn't be that way. I mean, Disney shouldn't let that happen. And one way that they wouldn't let that happen is taking Orbit's ability to book hotel rooms away. But what really they should do is see that Orbit is Orbit's is saving you ten dollars a night and match them. Yes, and that's the thing. If Disney had offered me the same pricing as Orbit's, no doubt I would have used Disney. But they didn't, and Orbit's offered me this thing. And, and the nice thing was like. Uh, by the next day, I had a Disney confirmation number. I was able to put it into the My Disney Experience app. So my hotel showed up there. I was able to get my, you know, the little Magic Band uh, notification, get the Magic Band shipped to my house, check in online. All of that works just the same as if I had made this reservation with Disney. See, and, and one thing one one thing that I uh, I loved about using a Disney travel agent when I did was that it was the same price as if I had booked myself, but in thinking about it recently, and especially since I just made this, you know, two day trip, I think a Disney travel agent should be able to give you a better price on a hotel because like, and I know they can, I know that they can give, they can give you a better price on a hotel, but I think that like 
there's there should be some incentive to using a you know disney approved travel agent person other than like don't worry about the the hassle because i know to me and to someone like you um the hassle is not a hassle at all it's fun it's fun to go in you know go on to disney.com or whatever and plan out your trip and make your own dining reservations and make your own fast pass and and it's really fun to do that stuff but there there should be a way for disney to say like hey we have this huge network of travel agents that for free and you'll save money if you use them will plan your trip they'll plan all your fast passes they have advanced access to dining reservations and fast pass plus so if you really want to go on toy story midway mania don't worry about it if you really want to eat at california grill don't worry about it use one of our approved travel agents you'll save a little bit of money and everything's going to be great because i think i I don't don't know i just i feel like there's there's a big opportunity for them to be able to control more about the booking process of their guests because if 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 you use a disney approved travel agent Disney can control what that travel agent does, basically, and they can have a lot more control over over what goes on at their parks. I I, I see your point, but I think that um, as as we've both seen, Disney travel agents can fall anywhere on a wide gamut of really really awesome to eh, you know uh, experiences Absolutely, from, yeah. from things that I've heard anyway. Uh, you know, that's, that's, I had an amazing experience, apparently the one time I've actually used a Disney travel agent. And I think Disney does give you a benefit to using a tra- Disney travel agent and that it doesn't cost you anything extra. Um, because I feel like in a lot of other cases, I would expect to pay something extra to have somebody else doing all of the legwork for me. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't really know that that's particularly an issue. Again, I feel like the bigger issue is Disney should just be, Disney should be matching or beating anything else that i can find on and now i will point out that this was a uh a a lot of my savings from orbits came from you know they had some special code going on but the fact that the code was valid on a disney resort to me and and it's not valid on every resort was kind of crazy yeah Uh, you know so i so it dropped my price even more and and probably was where my savings actually came from so maybe the rest of the time it's comparable it's comparable but Basically, my suggestion is if you're booking, don't just immediately assume Disney's got the best deal and stuff. Look around, you know, check orbits at least and see if they've got any discounts going on uh, because you could you could save a little money there. And and again, like I did, you could save some money and use that to upgrade where you were going to stay at All Star Music and boom, now you're staying at Pop Century. Right. And I, I guess the, the main thing that I'm saying is not only should they have the best deal on their hotels, but... With this network of approved travel agents that have access to the, you know, the back end that they do, they should be doing a lot more to say, like, you know what? Don't go to Orbitz. Don't go to, don't go to Priceline. Don't go to Kayak. Don't, don't even worry about any of this. Here is a directory of travel agents and use them, you know, use them and, and we will make sure that you have the best experience possible because yeah it it makes no sense to me that orbits had a deal that was better than something that disney could offer you 
yeah, yeah. You know, so so first I save money with Orbit. So you know, I'm already like fifty dollars ahead, uh, sixty dollars ahead, and again, staying at a better resort, in my opinion. Uh, then I went ahead and saved us another, essentially between me and Nancy, uh, saved us another like twenty four dollars. Because I didn't buy our tickets from Disney. I bought them from UndercoverTourist.com, which, okay, so huge, massive, unbelievably large disclaimer. Do not just go buying your Disney tickets from anybody, you know, just because they happen to have a really good deal. There are a select number of websites that are Disney approved. They, they partner with Disney and they are resellers of Disney tickets. Those are the people that you want to use. If they are not officially partnered with Disney, you want to have nothing to do with them. And, you know, so again, we are not getting any money for this. We did not. This is not a advertisement for any company. I'm just telling you guys how I saved a little bit of money here. Uh, we went, I went to undercovertourist.com and was actually able to get a five-day Magic Your Way ticket. Uh, and it's like $12 off what Disney charges. Uh, per ticket. So again, you know, $24 between me and my wife. And they essentially like within 24 hours had emailed me like a voucher that I could take up to will call, or I could just take the little code on the voucher, take it into the, my Disney experience app, immediately attach my ticket and my wife's ticket to our, my Disney experience accounts. And boom, we've both got tickets and we were able to make all of our uh, fast pass selections because you do have to have a valid ticket to do that. Everything is Everything's kosher. Disney sees that as a Disney ticket. And I saved that, a little money. That is, that's insane. I can understand hotels a little bit, although I still feel like that's dumb. But park tickets? Again, we're saving $12 a ticket. It is not huge money, but that's a, that's a quick service meal right there. Sure. Uh, and if you, you know, looking at their, looking at their site, uh, if you're buying like a park hopper, you know, you could be saving that. It looks like on the high end, they're $27. Uh, you know, on a, with the water park thing, you could be saving up to, I think 30 some dollars, like $37. So there's some pretty decent say, uh, you know, cause I'm thinking like, you know, I save, save $12 a ticket between me and my wife. That's $24. A family of four, that's $48. You know, that's starting right. to turn into real money. Well, and if you look at, you know, like say, you're looking at the difference between $2,000 for a one-week trip and $1,900 between or for a one-week trip. It doesn't seem like a lot, but it's 100 bucks, you know? And, like, if all other things are equal and, like, you can take the same code that you would get from Disney and put it in the My Disney Experience app and there is no other kind of barrier, it's $100. I mean, everybody would want to save a hundred dollars if if nothing else changed i would hope so anyway so yeah you know to me that and that's the big thing that that's the reason why i use somebody who's you know who works with disney who is a verified and then like i said there are like two or three other sites i can i compared all of them for the ticket that i was looking for which was five day magic your way uh they were the best deal you know everybody else was but everybody's within like a dollar or two of one another um so you know do your comparison shopping but Again, it's it's you know you you could say you could essentially pay for a meal while you're at Disney off of what you saved off of you know a, a quick service, but a meal at Disney off what you're going to save on tickets. And to me, that's that's worth it. Oh, and one other one other tip for you guys: if you're looking to save a little money, uh, gift cards. 
Disney gift cards because you can use Disney gift cards to pay for, as far as I know, just about anything on your Disney trip. I've even heard of people using them to pay for your resort, though. You couldn't do that through Orbit, so eh, either way. But, uh, you know, so like for us, we bought a our last trip and we're buying one again for this trip. We bought a $250 gift card, a Disney gift card from Kroger to use on our trip. Well, that $250 gift card gets us points, which we then use to save money on gas. And Kroger had some deal going like basically we saved a dollar off a gas, which between our two cars was like we got 30 bucks back on that trip. So we're saving $30. And, you know, there are constantly deals to save a little, you know, and it maybe it's only 7%. Maybe it's only 10% that you're going to or maybe it's only 5% that you're going to get back on a gift card. But anything that you can save on a gift card, that's then money that you got off of what you're going to spend at Disney. So you that 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 meal just cost you 5% less that you know, trinket just cost you 5% less. I think that'll do it for this episode. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at MTM podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missing the mouse.co. And we'll see you guys in two weeks with a brand new episode. And until then have a magical day. Bye.